so long. Like, like I, I do, feel, baby. baby. Come on. Come on. Mm, come, come on. on. Let's. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <A> remix. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fuckery that goes on before we record. I'm so glad I recorded that. <laughs> I'm Nathan. I'm married. Couple of kids. Looking for some side action. Just kidding. I'm single. Three Tamagotchis looking for someone to bring to family events just so that they'll stop thinking that something's wrong with me. <laughs> Hi. My name is Smashly. I'm currently um, majoring in DS. Dick sucking. So far, I have a D plus. A little below average, but I have confidence I'll be able to manage a C minus by the end of the semester. A few of my favorite hobbies include licking peanut butter off my dog's balls, Dutch ovening myself every night before bed, (laughs) grabbing my left tit and sucking my nipple in the hopes that one day milk will come pouring out and I'll finally have a glass of milk with my cookies. (laughs) Oof. Am I a keeper or what? That's pretty rough, Moon. Uh, (laughs) Try to beat this one. Hey, I'm Cassie. Looking for a man to come inside me so I can wipe my goopy vagina along the kitchen floor and pretend that I'm a slug. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, this one says, um, sometimes it's just like, what the heck? Let's get bangs. <laughs> I mean, I've had bangs my whole life, so I, I agree. I, I used to have bangs. Fuck, <laughs> ew. I just imagine you with the straight across ba- bangs. No. Like, I, I know, I know what you mean, but I imagine you having straight across bangs like me. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Welcome, welcome. To the Millennials Podcast. I am your host, Moons. And I am, of course, Bear. And uh, those were a little, um, you want to explain it, Bears? Yeah, pretty much just went online and looked up some funny uh, Tinder profiles, and we read them <laughs> to you guys just because it's fucking hilarious. Man, I wish that mines were that good. <laughs> but I have a real loser right here. Are you ready for that? I'm ready, Moon. All what right. is it? All right. So this says, uh, I enjoy whipping my hair back and forth and using proper <laughs> grammar when typing or texting. Oh. Just looking for cool people to chat and hang out with. Check out my podcast on Instagram. Wow. This sounds familiar. This fucking loser <laughs> plugged his podcast on his Tinder. <laughs> Gross. Can you guess who that is? Uh, I have a pretty good guess, Moon. He's uh, his Instagram is uh, Bear Paws X Y Z. Wow, that's such a loser name. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Moon. Yeah, you want to hear a loser one? I got this one right here. Okay. I don't have a library card, but do you mind if I check you out, winky face, or what's that, a flirty face? 22. It's a side smirk. 22. I'm uglier in person. True. Yeah. <laughs> Libra. <laughs> I actually read bios. I also have a podcast if you're into that sort of thing, millennials.podbean.com, Instagram.millennialspodcast. I sound like a pretentious cunt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't sound like one. fuck you oh yeah okay let's hear your loser ass anthem song are you ready all right let's let's do it my own damn fault i guess it's good to be the enemy all right we don't want to get copyrighted oh yeah yeah yeah. okay Uh, that's kind of fun actually let's hear your loser song mine is fun hey I actually like this song a lot. Hell yeah. There's the music video with the guy dancing mm-hmm. around all dorky and stuff, and the right? the crackhead. Yeah, I like that music video a lot. <laughs> I love Rex Orange County. Yep. 
Look at all okay. these. Look at all these pictures. You have the millennials picture and you have, some some pretty. Oh, th- these are actually really good pictures. You have your Instagram linked with a picture of you and your cat, and then just your cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you have on your Tinder. That, that's all I need. Oh that's my all people god! Need you have thirty-seven interests. Oh my they, god! I'm pretty sure those are just my interests on Facebook. They are accumulated over the years. But let me let me <laughs> ra- randois. Yeah, like I said, it's just stuff that I've. Has Who accumulated is over the years. I have no idea. Okay, let's read a few more. <laughs> El Toro Grill. <laughs> hey, they have really good food. Slipknot, of course. Uh, yeah. No, uh, tattoo Girls. Uh, duh. <laughs> um, Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that one of your interests? Well, look, look at look at wait, one wait, of wait, your no, interests no, no. is I'm not done. the gays. I'm here. <laughs> I actually pulled something back. I'm so sorry. That <laughs> caught me off guard. I didn't realize. You have one on here that is just Bud F- BuzzFeed Zach. BuzzFeed uh, Zach? I, uh, yeah, I can't explain you that. Have a mad, you have a man boner for no. BuzzFeed Oh, Zach? you know, he's he's one of the Try Guys, actually. I know who he is, yeah. but I'm saying, like, why is he one of your interests? Because I like the Try Guys, okay? <laughs> Leave me the alone. Elks Lodge. Look at this. Moon magic. I mean, that's pretty on brand for me. Drugabuse.com. You like looking <laughs> up drug abuse, Moon? What the fuck, man? Oh, God. Just I looking have... up pictures of people abusing drugs. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I have any other embarrassing ones on there? Uh, Millennials Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Who yeah, the fuck that, would like that one? You have that one, too. That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I'm I, done critiquing yeah, your I'm, shit, I'm <laughs> done. What would you do, though, like, to change my bio? Uh, like, what in it tells you to not swipe right on me? Honestly, the pickup line. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would remove the pickup line and just, I mean... I like how you said 22, I'm ugly in person, Libra, I actually read bios, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But instead of the pickup line, I would have something that tells off more of your personality. Okay. You know, like, I like sucking dick for fun, you know? Oh, so like- you know what? <laughs> that's what yours should say. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's good aside from that. That that just comes off as a little much, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Okay. Are you ready for mine? change everything about it (laughs) (laughs) no okay yours sounds i enjoy whipping my hair back and forth using proper grammar yours sounds like you're trying too hard to be funny it sounds like you're trying to have like relatable humor yeah you know and i mean that's cool that's fine i I swipe right on a lot of those people yeah because they're funny but i don't know i would just be a little bit more creative i like that you're just really honest just looking for cool people to chat and hang out with that's nice but the first line i think you should be a little bit more creative or something more funny okay i'll come up with something better because before that, I for the longest time I had time traveling musician, a love making magician, or some shit like that. <laughs> what? And then I took that out because I was like, that sounds pretentious as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but in all reality, I really do appreciate those points, Moon. I will mm-hmm. uh, take them into consideration I pre- and I will adjust my profile accordingly. You're welcome. I appreciate yours as well, and I'll take off that pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today's episode is about something that Moon brought up to me. It's a uh, mm-hmm. little word, word of the day, situationships. Situationships. And I have the little definition right here. Okay. A situationship is basically a pseudo relationship, a placebo making itself a formative relationship. It smells like a relationship. It sort of looks like a relationship. It may even feel like one, but it's not. Mm-mm. People aren't even dating anymore. Just talking, catching, feeling, sleeping together and ending up in situationships. Yeah. And oh boy, can I agree with that? Yeah, I've I've uh, been in a handful, mm-hmm. not very many, but it they hurt, man. 
I just had one recently, which is why I was very inspired to do this episode today. Because, you know, the bitter part of me wants to be like, if you're listening, because I know you are, fuck you. But like, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to take it as a learning lesson. And instead, I'm going to preach today. Yeah, but adding on to what you're saying right now, this episode is dedicated to ourselves, to anybody Mm -hmm. who's been through similar situations, who just needs to feel accompanied through this. And also to those people we are talking about, just... Yeah, of course. Because... Just like regular relationships, situationship breakups hurt. Yeah, they really do course. because they feel like a real one. You grow a bond with somebody, a, a connection over time. And then in you know, the snap of a finger, you could lose it just like that. And yeah. those hurt just as bad, even as bad as friendship breakups do. Because friendship breakups hurt like a bitch. Yeah, because you do grow accustomed to having that person mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, even if it's nothing official, it's nothing exclusive, it's nothing that has a label to it. You do get used to that attachment and that comfort that that other person mm-hmm. provides and when it's gone it really does suck you open up like you become comfortable with the person you tell them you know you may tell them some of your darkest secrets you may come to a place with them a more comfortable place that you may not with anybody else yeah and so them leaving you feels almost like a betrayal it's like wow did we did we not have this thing going on did like, i mean so little to you exactly now you're just leaving and taking all my secrets with you yeah Can, could i e- even trusted you it's it's definitely a sticky situation mm-hmm. it does suck and it hurts and uh a lot of it is simply because we get stuck in this limbo where should we should we not should we call this should we label mm-hmm. it should we are are a lot of people are afraid to lose the other person by becoming too serious or i know i've been in exactly. the past and i know that I've been disconnected as well in the past. And it's a hell of our own making. Just like Bear said with the whole kind of stuck in limbo thing. On one side of it, it's like if I get too clingy and mention a relationship, they're going to get scared and run off. But at the same time, if I don't show enough interest and I'm still doing single people things, they're also going to get scared off. So you're kind of stuck in this weird place where you're single, but you're not. You're not allowed to do single things anymore, but you still are. Yeah, and some people take advantage of that. Some mm-hmm. people say, oh, well, I – basically, it's the saying you can't have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. You know, they like to be in the situationship. It feels like a relationship. It, you know, you talk to each other like it's a relationship. You constantly in contact. You fuck. You cuddle. Mm-hmm. You, you know, all of the good stuff. But then you're also talking to other people on the side. And, you know, it really depends on what type of relationship you have with this person. I mean, some people are open. Some people are not. But when this hasn't been communicated, it can be very hurtful. Yeah, of course. There's even, you know, there's even points and times when you think that the person is being honest with you, but they don't feel like they need to completely be honest with you because they're not, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend. So they're over here telling you like, oh, no, I'm not talking to anybody else or they're making these fake promises to you. Come to find out they're doing exactly that. And it's not the fact that they were doing it. It's the fact that they were lying. Yeah. And in, in my case, it's been more of, you know, we have this understanding that, uh, you know, we're, we're, it's not official, so we can do whatever we want to do. But either I don't re- I'm not really comfortable with that. I don't really mm-hmm. want that, but I don't want to take it away from them or <laughs> vice versa. Yeah. They don't really want it, but they don't want to take it away from me. So you get stuck in this, like, you want to ask, you want to know, you know, you're curious. This person exactly. goes out and parties and stuff and you want to know, but you're afraid to ask because you're afraid to know what the answer might be. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you why, my opinion on why I think that, you know, situationships are problematic. Uh-huh. Because even though you guys think you have an understanding of like, oh, you know, yeah, we're just, we're just fucking around. This is just for fun. Once feeling gets, feelings get involved, everything's off the table. Everything yeah. changes. Yeah. If you're going to be in something like this, 
it has to be very minimal. You have to understand, say like if you have a fuck buddy or friends with benefits, mm-hmm. that person should not be at your house like three times a week or should not be taking you out on dates, should not be hanging out with your friends. It shouldn't be that close because that's how feelings develop. Yeah, exactly. Once feelings are involved, everything's fucked because then you're getting jealous. Then you're feeling a little bit territorial. You're feeling like, oh, I this person is mine. And then you got to snap yourself back into reality like, wait, no, they're not. Yeah. And that's why these kind of things, like, I've noticed this happening a lot more often where people are saying they don't want relationships, but yet they're getting into situationships Mm -hmm. a lot more often lately. And they're comfortable with it because it's not a relationship per se, but they do all the things in between. Mm -hmm. They can get away with still being single and being a party animal and having their fun. And then they can go home at the end of the day and have somebody to cuddle with. But those are very, very messy situations. Again, because feelings. Yeah. I agree. Once you, once feelings are involved, everything's fucked. Yep. You can put a different book cover on the book. It's still that book. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that same coin, though, you know, you have people who get into situationships because they don't want to move too fast. They don't want to put mm-hmm. a, a label on something. And then you have people who want to move too quickly, who, you know, you've been dating for two months and you, you know, you decide to move in together and stuff or you decide to uh, start planning a future marriage and kids and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, sometimes I, I've been guilty of it obviously in the past but sometimes it feels right in the moment but you know that you and that person sometimes just don't have the chemistry that you think you do and you start to learn things about yourself that you don't like you start to realize that this person who you're with that they're not really the type of person that you see yourself having a future with bad well not even bad relationships just relationships in general bring out the worst in people they bring out the nasty in people the stuff that you try to suppress for so long the stuff that you're like i don't want anybody to see this the shit that you can hide from your friends once you get into a relationship that that stuff kind of comes to the surface yeah and it sucks because you feel like you're not in control of that you know if you're somebody with extreme insecurity issues and you get into a relationship those will come out. Yeah. Those will. will start to surface. And they manifest into something evil. Mm-hmm. You know, they manifest into something aggressive. Somebody and, that you don't even feel like is yourself anymore. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, you know, the whole moving in super fast and um, trying to build a relationship so quickly, that's kind of an older mentality I've noticed, you know? Because yeah. back in the day, it was advertised like, you know, once you graduate high school, you got to find your partner, get married, get a job, have kids, and that's it. That's the rest of your life. You know, whereas now we're taking more time, but, you know, in, in taking more time, we're creating these situationships. Yeah. And us millennials, we're, we are in a weird spot where we are between transitions. You know, mm-hmm. we have our ideas of, of the way that, that things should be, including relationships. But we also grew up with the way that our parents thought that things should be, you know, yeah, especially, exactly. you know, I'm Mexican. I, I come from a traditional Mexican mm-hmm. family with traditional Mexican beliefs. And, you know, I've, I've, it's always been ingrained that, oh, you got to find a woman and get married to her and, you know, everything else kind of works out. But she has to have your kids and she has to cook for you and clean for you and all that stuff. So I am in a spot in my life where, as you all know, I've mentioned it various times before, I don't believe in any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that there should be equal roles in a relationship, whether you're with a man or, and a woman, with a man and a man, a woman and a woman, whatever. There should be equality in the relationship. Yeah. And... That comes along with the belief that you need to find another person to be happy. That's mm-hmm. something that was ingrained into my brain since a, an early age. 
and you need to find them and you need to have your kids at, at age so that you can be a dad, not a grandpa, you know? <laughs> and that's always, I mean, growing up, I always thought that I'd be married and have kids by 21. See, yeah, this, the, same though, honestly. <laughs> this generation is way more free-spirited yeah. than the last one was. Because again, the last one had the set, set of rules. And this one is more like, you do what you want, when you want to do it. It's your body, it's your life, it's your choice. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like an internal struggle. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is what we want. But we expect uh, something different. You know, uh-huh. we expect to find uh, some sort of deeper meaning or deeper purpose and, and love and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. When at the same time, we just want to explore and be free and have fun exactly it's it's a weird thing and so little time to figure it out you know going back to a point we made before though i i feel like us millennials waiting longer and taking our time to get in these relationships is a big positive thing because how we mentioned you know um uh like relationships bringing out the nasty in us Mm -hmm. Taking your time and healing and fixing these problems, this trauma, anything that you've been suppressing for years, taking your time to fix yourself and figure yourself out and mature really does help once you finally decide to get into a relationship. Yeah, it does. Because like I mentioned, if you're insecure, if you're very self-conscious, if you're very, you know, uncomfortable with yourself, you have a lot of anger issues or a lot of trauma and PTSD, if you have any of that stuff, you jump into a relationship right away thinking that that other person's going to fix it or thinking that that's going to solve, love is going to solve everything. Yeah, love conquers all. Yeah, exactly. That's some fairy tale bullshit. (laughs) And you know what's going to happen instead is... All of that stuff that you've been hiding is going to come out and you're going to take it out on your partner. And then Mm -hmm. what's going to happen? You're going to look like a bad guy when you're not a bad guy. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know all of you. Maybe some of you are bad people, (laughs) (laughs) but you're, you're not a bad person. You're just trying to vent. You're trying to get over it. And it's coming out in horrible, nasty ways because you didn't take your time to heal yourself. You didn't take the time to fix the problems that you have before bringing another person in. Yeah. And someone once said that before, you know, before the age of the internet and cell phones and texting, sexting, Mm -hmm. you would grow up in your, in your high school, you know, surrounded by the people that you knew, your social circles, uh, seeing all of the same people every day. And you would start to develop feelings for uh, certain people, you know, whoever you were attracted to. And chances are that that's the person that you were going to stay with for the rest of your life because you were not really going to meet anybody else. And I'm not sure if there's a point that I've hit on before on this podcast or not, but nowadays with the internet and everything, we meet other people and that's perfectly fine because it gives us a longer chance to find the right person. It gives us more time to fix ourselves and really get to know who we are and understand who is the type of person who, you know, we should be with Mm -hmm. instead of settling for something that is is never really going to work. Yeah, because, you know, back in high school, it's like, oh, that, again, that old mentality where it's like, oh, okay, well, I met this cute girl or cute guy. Uh, We're young and we're going to go off to college together and we're going to start a family. I don't know if I'm going to find anybody once I'm at work or once I'm out in the real world. So I'm going to settle with this person and that's that. And Mm -hmm. then that's it. That's my life. But we don't know who the fuck we are at 19, 20. No. Most people graduate when they're, they're a 17, 18. I'm a completely you know? different person than the person exactly. I was back in high school. I'm only 22. And compared to 18, oh, I'm a whole different person. I couldn't yeah. imagine getting married at 18, having kids. And I'm not knocking people who do it. It does work for people. Yeah. Every know? situation is different. Of course. It, again, all bubbles down to situations. Yeah. But, I mean... 
personally, I could not imagine settling down at 18. I can't even imagine settling down right now at 22. Yeah, I, I don't know either. who I am. I couldn't either at 25. <laughs> I haven't I done mean, enough yet. I'm not saying like, you know, I've done enough like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're 50. <laughs> but I haven't figured myself out. I haven't fixed my issues. I got a lot of fucking issues that I need to fix internally before I bring anybody else in. Because I've noticed every time I try to jump into something, I the nasty comes out of me. The things that I don't want other people to see and the things that I try to hide come out of me once I get into a relationship. Yeah, and that's something that uh, I do think is important. It is important to experiment and, you know, get into relationships or maybe not necessarily relationships, but just have somebody look at you objectively. Have somebody looking at you from the outside so that you can see what those fucky things are about Mm -hmm. you and you can work on them and fix them so you could be the best you that you can possibly be. Because I know that right now, I am not the best me that I can possibly Mm be. And that leads us into our next section, which is a public apology. As I explained this to Moon, uh, when was it? Yesterday, the day before? I just want, I feel, I have things that I want to get off my chest. Things that I haven't had the opportunity to tell the people who should listen. And, you know, I don't know if they'll listen to it now, but uh, it's worth a shot. And I'm sure that Moon, you feel the same way, maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I got some apologies. (laughs) (laughs) So the first thing is, like I just said, I am sorry for not being the person that, you know, the best that I can be right now. I am working on it. I know I have a lot of flaws and I've made a lot of mistakes in the past, but I am working on everything. You know, I, I could be angry and temperamental at times. I can be controlling and demanding and just it's it's not fair. And it is something that I am working on. Moon, that's very something? that's very big of you to say honestly it's it's big to admit something like that yeah it's it's tough <laughs> i want to you know i'm gonna do maybe more personal apology i just want to apologize to the exes that i've dated from when i was about 17 you know up until i don't know a few years ago but i am sorry that i projected those insecurities onto you i'm sorry that i did not deal with myself first before bringing you into the picture I mean, granted, the people I've dated were no angels, but neither was I. And I'll take full responsibility for that. I was clingy, I was needy, and I was a bit annoying. And to anybody who has ever been affected by that, I apologize. I'm still working on it today, which is why I'm glad I'm not in a relationship currently. I'm working on myself and I'm working through all those demons so that I can be the best person that I am or that I can be once I finally do meet that other person. That's a good one, Moon. Thank you. <laughs> On the flip side of that, I know that I have been disconnected in the past. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've, I've gotten into relationships that I didn't really feel. Yeah. Just because I didn't want to be alone anymore. And I am sorry to those people because I have realized that I don't want to settle. And, uh, and there's, n- it's not that there's anything wrong with you people, the, the people that I've dated, but. I've realized that as fucked up as this is going to sound, you are not who I want to be with. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't, you don't deserve, or no one deserves to be with someone who doesn't want to be with them. Mm -hmm. And on the same vein, I've ran away from situations, from relationships where I was really, really happy. But I had this fear that I was going to be unhappy at some point in the future. So I decided to break it off because it's easier. Yeah. And that's such a cowardly fucking thing to do. And 
I've, I've caused a lot of grief and a lot of hurt because of that. And I am very, very fucking sorry for that. But you know what? That that's takes a big person to admit something like that, to admit, hey, I don't want to be with you. And so you don't deserve this. So I don't think we should continue. You're very mature for that. You know, a lot of people our age would just continue it and cheat behind people's backs or do something completely irreversible. Whereas you, yeah, you've caused a few wounds and you've made a few mistakes. But in the end, like, you did what was best for you and the other person, which is very, like, I commend you for that, you know? I appreciate you saying that, Moon. I, this is going to sound very narcissistic. I want to apologize to myself. (laughs) (laughs) In the past... Past Kayla, you know, I'm sorry to you for not listening to your gut instinct and for not speaking up when you should have. I, in the past, have, you know, been in situationships where I was too scared to discuss with the other person what was going on, which resulted in my stupid self getting hurt because I just wanted to believe this fairy tale because I just wanted to believe the more positive side of it and keep ignoring it being like, no, nothing's wrong. You don't need to talk about it. Don't talk about it. Cause this, 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 and that I psyched myself up way too much. And then in the end of it ended up getting hurt because the expectations that I had were not met. And I want to apologize to myself for not listening to myself. (laughs) I need to learn to listen to that inner voice more. I need to learn to speak up and not be so terrified of rejection and not be so terrified of what the other person is going to say. Because knowing the answer to certain questions will save me a lot of heartache in the long run. Damn. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I told you I was going to preach today. Holy wholly wholeheartedly agree with that this is something that is very i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you that's okay go ahead this is just this is something that's very near and dear to my heart you know i i i love love i love relationships and i love feeling wanted by somebody and you know especially just kind of going through a situation recently it's fresh on my mind i've done a lot of thinking like this you know yeah yeah and uh, as you know i I was also recently in a relationship yeah you know this kind of what brought this on too Mm -hmm. um Back to uh, everything that you said, apologizing to yourself. Yes, a hundred times yes. I would also like to add that, that I am sorry for hurting myself so much, both physically and emotionally and ignoring my needs in order to please other people or just because I didn't want to deal with it right then. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've I've done bodily harm because I just didn't know how else to cope. I've poisoned my body. Mm-hmm. with fucking alcohol and drugs and it's just it it is no way and uh, no way to live and i I'm, I'm doing a lot better now but it went on a lot longer than it should have mm-hmm. and yeah i'm sorry for that and i think your future self forgives your past self <laughs> yeah. i yeah. mean you know this is maybe one day <laughs> this is this is this didn't mean to get this deep, but it did. And I'm glad it did because this is almost kind of therapeutic. Yeah, it this is. This is almost like it really is. we're Holy getting shit. out like we're getting out things into the universe that we maybe never thought that we would admit. You know, my yeah. you know, I might even have a slight apology for you. You are my best friend in life, you know that? Yeah. And, and I mean mine. sorry, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just as much as I have these insecurities and these problems that I project on my relationships, I might project it on you sometimes. And you're the only person or you're one of the few people who I would never want to lose and I would never want to hurt. And I'm sorry to you for projecting my issues on you sometimes 
because you matter more than any of these situationships. <laughs> you matter more than anybody. I appreciate that, Moon. And mm-hmm. same goes to you. And don't worry about it. I've never thought of it that way. You know, it's just, you know, I've, I've always thought of you being a friend in need coming to me and that feels good that i can help you and i i I know that you've been there for me in the past as well and i hope that you continue to be there oh this so gay (laughs) this turned into a freaking smooch fest real fast (laughs) like (laughs) but it's a good one it's extremely therapeutic like you said all of this came about just by talking about situationships fucking just by talking about some weird ass (laughs) phenomenon that has gotten way more popular in these years (laughs) all right this is too mushy for me and i'm starting to get a little uncomfortable moon what's the weirdest porn you've watched recently oh oh wait i wasn't prepared for this just fuck it Um, let's go you what is yours because i need some time to think hmm weirdest porn oh actually uh last night i watched this one where uh it's it's like a succubus, I guess, with fangs. <laughs> uh, you know, just fucking a guy. And, Me. you know, she was sucking his dick and biting his dick. And it was super hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> my name on Instagram is succubus with six underscores. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I did watch that one. He- but it was here at your mm-hmm. house. It wasn't that recently. Which one? <sighs> Nobody ever look up the word felching. Okay? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> should I explain or should I just let them look it up? No, explain it, please. Okay. Don't do this to them. Oh, felching <laughs> is where a guy cream pies a girl, then puts a straw in her vagina and sucks the cum out through a straw and spits it into another person's it's mouth. It's fucking disgusting. It is the nastiest, especially because I don't like like st- sloppy, like slimy <laughs> textures. So the fact that it's like spit mixed with semen mixed with hurt, like... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gross. Oh my god, why did you make oh me god. talk about that? <laughs> Moon, do you remember that one time we watched that clown porn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like this clown cock? <laughs> no, at the end when he was coming, what was he doing? <laughs> he was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then confetti. <laughs> <laughs> confetti coming out of his dick. <laughs> Ew, oh my god. What else did we watch? We watched that oh cake god. sitting porn. Cake sitting, yeah. We, we watched yoga sitting. for fat people. It was like <laughs> yoga if you're a fat bitch or something like that. We were at our friend's house and like she went to the other room for a minute and so we went on her YouTube and then all of a sudden we just see in the search bar yoga for fat girls. Or is that yoga if you're a fat bitch? Yeah, and we just started laughing and it was just like the first 30 minutes of the video was her laying flat on the floor. Just sleeping. Just taking a nap. <laughs> It just made us laugh so much. It's fucking fantastic. Did you say fat-tastic? <laughs> no, but I, now I wish I did. I'm going to go change my fucking Instagram into fat-tastic. fat-tastic. Oh my God, I'm going to put that in my, my Tinder bio. <laughs> so good. Blech. Well, I'm glad that we were able to li- liven it back oh, up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Moon, what do you say we wrap this shit up? Let's do it. Well, thank you all very much for hanging out with us and mm-hmm. listening to us bitch and complain yeah and, you know. listening to us being little wah wah babies <laughs> but it was needed yeah it was, it was needed it went perfectly and i'm glad we did it yeah and and you guys too please comment on our you shit know? send mm-hmm. us emails uh message us on facebook or on instagram wherever you know anything that you want to get off your chest we're here to listen send us you know what Send us anonymous stories. Yeah. Send us anonymous questions if you want. We won't say your name, but we can answer some certain things on the podcast if you like, or even read off stories from our followers. Yeah, and like I said, even if you just need a vent and you don't want us to mention mm-hmm. it in the podcast, feel free, please. Yes, please. <laughs> um, well, 
make sure that you please rate, review, and comment on all of our shit. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use except for Spotify, because Spotify still hates us. Spotify stinks. <laughs> you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Billennials Podcast, Facebook and Twitter at Billennials, or just Google us. We'll come up. Yes. Well, thank you all, all right, very, you very much for listening. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.